We made it to 2021. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for supporting us. Looking forward to a new year with new hope, a new journey, and some new guests. So please pass this on to someone who might benefit. Share this podcast, write a review, subscribe. And as always, we're so thankful for our sponsor, Thai Technology. And if you'd like to share your business with others, you know, only 145 million people are listening to podcasts, feel free to contact us and we'll tell you how you can become a part of this show. Enjoy and thanks for being here. We wish you nothing but love, light and hope for this new year. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. It is officially 2021. You're watching this in the new year. We made it. (laughs) And I thought, who better to bring you in the new year than a fellow lovely girl who looks like the map of Ireland. (laughs) Jennifer is here with us today from Caregiver Wellness Collective, and I have purposely not said her last name because I can't. Jennifer, tell everybody your last name. Yes, sure. It's Henius. Kind of like a Guinness, but it's Henius. Yep. (laughs) And if there's a word I should be able to say, it's that one. But like I just shared with you, I just, and here we go. I'm sharing. I just lost my uncle, Jimmy. And uh, (laughs) great. I say it out loud. I'm about to cry. And you know, this is what's going on this year. There's, um, it's a perfect time to actually talk to Jennifer because she is in the caregiver wellness space. And I don't know what um, we would have done in our family without the great caregivers that exist and um, have big hearts and can help families through some of these really, really tough times, which is you know currently happening in my own family. And um, I'm very interested to hear um, more about what you're doing. So Jennifer, why don't you say hello and tell the audience a little bit about Caregiver Wellness Collective. Sure, so thanks so much for having me. So as you had mentioned, I'm Jennifer Henius, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I have been working with veterans, their families and caregivers for almost 20 years. I'm the wife of a veteran, the daughter of a Purple Heart Vietnam vet. And um, I recently left the VA. And as part of that journey, I became a yoga teacher, yoga instructor. And when COVID came along, I was looking for a way to give back. And um, I had been in DC the last 10 or so years leading the National Caregiver Support Program for the Department of Veteran Affairs. And um, I really was just sort of inspired to try to find a way to give back during COVID to support the health and wellness of these family caregivers. We know that family caregivers are totally stressed out, burned out, they have compassion fatigue, right? A lot of them experience depression, They have a tendency not to take care of themselves, not to practice self-care, not to see the doctor. And when COVID came along, you know, their situation was sort of exacerbated. So they had increased isolation, increased, you know, anxiety and worry and stress. And the CDC had found that actually caregivers have elevated suicidal ideation. So we know that they're disproportionately impacted by COVID and they're disproportionately more stressed out than the general population, even more so than some disproportionate um, populations that are sort of dealing with COVID like essential workers. Um, So it's really interesting. They need a lot of support. So 
We started a grassroots effort here in Tampa Bay to provide yoga and wellness workshops and mindfulness online. And um, we just started a Facebook group. And um, over time, we started it in March. And over time, people started to join and people were curious. And I was able to recruit some volunteer yoga teachers because, you know, during COVID, a lot of our local um, yoga studios cut, shut down. Yeah, you know, tough year, man. <laughs> yeah, people were out of work. Some of the studios permanently closed. They just weren't able to pivot and go online. But some of these teachers, you know, they have a yogi's heart and they believe in selfless service and they really wanted to offer community care during this crisis to those who care for others, which is really just a beautiful thing. Um, and as it turned out, a lot of the people who chose to volunteer are also caregivers themselves. So maybe they're caring for their, um, their parents who have Alzheimer's disease and other dementias, or they're caregiving for their children at home now with special needs like autism or whatever you might have. Um, we have about 20, 25 yoga teachers who are volunteering. Turns out it's international. So we have Canada, we have Amsterdam, we have teachers from Mexico. I mean, it's really amazing. And we have over a hundred caregivers in the group. So we decided we really needed to pursue a nonprofit. And that's where the Caregiver Wellness Collective Inc. has sort of coming in. So we finished the paperwork with the state. We're in the process of filing all of the, the paperwork with the IRS for the federal designation. But we're super excited. Um, I specifically call it the collective because we're really working to build an alliance um, with other you know, agencies who serve caregivers and serve seniors and millennials because a lot of millennials are caregivers as well. And we're really focusing on raising uh, awareness of these caregivers and how they're in a state of crisis and how we really need a public health approach to really get coordinated and develop a communication strategy and develop um, shared resources to really hone in and wrap our arms around this group because it's very siloed you know, in our community, even here in Florida, where we have around 3 million caregivers across the state. This is prior to COVID now. Mm -hmm. So we had about 3 million caregivers across the state providing billions of dollars in unpaid medical care to a loved one. You know, these mm -hmm. caregivers are really the backbone of our healthcare system, right? I mean, they're just doing amazing things and they do it at great risk to their own personal health they often lose work, you know, because they have caregiving responsibilities or they go to work, but they can't focus. And so there's a lot of lost productivity there. One of the things that I'm doing is working with the city of St. Petersburg. I had a really fantastic meeting with um, Dr. Kanika Tomlin, and she's the deputy mayor, of course. That's and amazing. She is amazing. And, you know, she has a background in healthcare, right, management, and she really embraced our concept and you know we chatted and talked to her about the state of caregivers and how caregivers are in crisis and St. Petersburg is really going to be the bellwether for sort of stepping out and um, trying to help us reach our reach our goals with developing this cross-coordinated strategy across Tampa Bay and putting resources and information out there for our family caregivers. Um, She's recently uh, let us be the um, like a St. Pete healthy, healthy St. Pete ambassador. Oh, so nice. yeah, super excited about that. And um, St. Pete has been doing really progressive things around 
you know, community health, public health, you know, community wellness, and they have an amazing team. And um, so we've been partnering with them and we asked them, um, you know, what do you know about your city employees who might be caregivers, you know, and they are willing to take a look at that. And we're going to be providing an assessment and digging in the weeds just to see, you know, how many city employees are actually caregivers and what can we do to be sure that we're identifying them and giving them the supports and resources that they need. And another great thing that the city of St. Pete did um, last month, just after Veterans Day, was the city of St. Petersburg has become a designated hidden heroes city. And basically what that means is um, we have established a relationship with the Elizabeth Dole Foundation. And the Elizabeth Dole Foundation is a strong caregiver advocate uh, for caregivers of veterans and our service members. And they have this awesome initiative called the Hidden Heroes Cities Initiative, which recognizes caregivers as the hidden heroes amongst us and really works to get the city to elevate them and bring them out of the shadows of our community and bring help to give them a voice when we are uh, doing events and considering policy and just really giving them a space um, and, and some advocacy. So that's very exciting, so. That is amazing. Well, um, <laughs> that's a lot. I am so happy to hear all this information. You know, I couldn't help but think while you were talking. I'm saying goodbye to my stepson. Bye. Love you. He's so sorry. He keeps saying, I don't know what he's sorry for. This, this is our life in Zoom. It's true. It's so true. This yeah. is, and this is um, my show. I can say goodbye to my stepson if I want to. <laughs> Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool, and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I worked with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology Rocks. So, listen, I was thinking about my cousin Kay the entire time you were talking. So, she, of course, has had some help, but I would say has been such a huge caregiver And as I was talking to her right before we jumped on this interview today, all I was thinking about was her own self-care. You know, I have these conversations a lot with my doctors. I just had one with um, a psychiatrist physician that I work with about their own self-care because it really is, and I can speak from my own experience and, and not physical, God help anybody if I have to help them with their physical care. Like I'm keep warning my parents and my husband, like adult daycare for you guys, but kidding, not kidding, but it's true. Like it's such a huge task and a huge job to take on and they're giving of themselves so much. And then how are they replenishing and refilling that well um, so they can continue to do the important work that they do. And 
talking about yoga and having these uh, mindfulness conversations, just even if nobody's even heard of that before, and you're able to present that in a way that helps them understand how important it really is for them to take care of themselves, because you know, as well as I do, that there's a, a huge mental health epidemic here now, right? And, um, and it's draining physically, mentally, spiritually. So, um, so how can people get involved and, and how can we direct people to your wonderful organization? Sure. So we right now primarily operate off of Facebook pages, right? We don't have the funds for websites. So we have the Caregiver Wellness Collective, which is a Facebook page. Then our program, Yoga for Caregivers, is Yoga, the number four, Caregivers. So you can find our page there, Yoga for Caregivers. And um, then we have a group. So if there's anybody who wants to join our free Yoga for Caregivers program, you can just join into the group from the page. And we post our weekly classes there and everything is free. Like I said, it's all volunteer based and ran. And um, we our classes are short, they're accessible, they're meant for beginners, but any yogi can, can, can benefit from them. But we are really targeting um, people who haven't been exposed to yoga because we know that the research has shown that you know, yoga can really offer striking benefits to caregivers, it can really help with self-regulation, self-awareness, self-compassion, lower your anxiety and your stress and help you to move from fight and flight and into rest and digest when you can access your parasympathetic nervous system. So that's really what we're focused on doing. So sometimes our classes are 15 minutes. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's like a five minute meditation and a mantra that we do, right? And what we have found is that these caregivers, we had one caregiver who tell us, told us, you know, hey, I've been in these Facebook groups. My husband has early onset Alzheimer's disease. And all I hear is horror story after horror story, which I have accepted, but I don't need to read it. What I've discovered is that in this support group, I'm getting something that I didn't realize I desperately needed. 15 minutes of stretching and mindfulness meditation suggestions and my mantra is for today, I can make it just for today. Yes, I love it. Yes. I mean, you know, I like to trick people into meditation via yoga because I yes. have a lot of people in my life that say, oh, I can't do meditation. I can't, you know, keep my mind that quiet for that long. I'm like, you love yoga, right? And what you always tell me what the best part about yoga is at the end, there's usually some type of salutation and some quiet meditation and somebody's talking to you about loving yourself and self-care. I'm like, it's, it's really important. I mean, it's so important, especially now. And to know that this, this creation came from this pandemic, you know, there's a lot of silver linings in the, um, the horrific 2020 that just passed us by, by 2020s, by Felicia. Exactly. Well, and the research really has shown too that when we can support caregiver health and well-being, that it really can translate into uh, improved care, improved quality of care for the patient that they're caregiving for. So, you know, if we can really help the caregiver to practice, you know, micro steps to begin to just practice a little bit, right? Because self-care is a practice, right? It's a continued thing that you have to work at, especially when you're a caregiver and you have feelings of guilt, right? And all of the things that come with that. So yeah, I mean, it, it can really bring a lot of benefits and 
because I'm a social worker uh, and because I've been in the healthcare system so long, I really wanted to support healthcare workers as well. And so we provide corporate wellness. We do desk side chair yoga classes and we um, have a, some contracts out um, with medical providers and we are using the funds from that to support the free things that we wanna do for family caregivers. Um, so. This is important work, Jennifer. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but really and truly, it is such important work. Um, I have watched just in the medical world, and I'm going to dare say that you've seen it in your own industry, of all of the people to take care of so many people that live really unhealthy lives. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's just, it's just the truth. And really, um, I think, too, about you know, when we are taking care of our mental wellness and our physical wellness, we have an opportunity to take care of somebody the right way. Yeah. But if we're not doing that, you know, my goodness, I, I would be snapping at everybody if I wasn't waking up and exercising and doing meditation, knowing all of the stress that the day can bring on and taking care of others in, in business. And, and this is a business for a lot of people. These caregivers are they're just putting themselves out there to, to save somebody else. And they need yes. saving sometimes too. No, it's so true. And, you know, the, obviously the stress across our medical community is super high, right? The physician burnout rate is outstanding. It's astronomical. And so is the social work, you know, yeah. the turnover rate and the burnout. And they're right there on the front lines with other medical workers. And yeah, we have a tendency to not take care of ourselves and work long hours. And, you know, I was one of those people and I worked a 60 hour work week, right? And everything was important. And I missed a lot of family events, funerals, weddings, you know, a lot of things because I prioritized work you know, over everything else. That's, you know, when you are dealing with patients and you're working in crisis, that's, you just kind of take that on, but you're so right. If you don't step back from that and really set some boundaries for yourself, then you don't realize before it's too late that you've kind of gotten on the burnout train. You know? yes. and, and all you social workers that, especially right now, I mean, I don't know anybody that's in the mental health sector that isn't completely stretched. And because most can be, you know, empaths and want to give their best and say yes when they really should go home <laughs> and see their families. So this is, this is good stuff, Jennifer. I'm really excited to be able to share this information. We're going to have all of um, your contact information and how people can get involved. But I would ask all of you today that if you are a caregiver, that you would take this in for just a moment, right? Jennifer, let's take a breath. Yeah. Yes. Right? Let's take yeah. a breath, everybody. Yeah. Let's take care of ourselves. What do they say on the airplanes? Put that oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on somebody else. I mean, we've it's heard that so many times. Now is the time to actually do it. Yeah, it's true. It's the new year. Schedule some time for yourself. Make yourself a priority. Yeah. Well, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> and we will be here to support you. So please um, make sure that you check out Facebook pages and don't be ashamed of no website. Who's got a website today? Come on, it's 2021. It's We're over that now. We don't need to spend money on that stuff now. We can just do a podcast show and let everybody know we're here. So thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Thanks for your support. 
Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.